Nation. That's me. Clone Nation? Fuck Clone Nation. Fuck Sestas. Fuck Frescas. Fuck it all. Wall That's Warriors, baby. Wall Warriors, baby. Yeah, now we got storylines. So what is this? You're, you're a wall warrior now, Brian? Hey, listen. I go to a place that wants people to feel cherished, feel loved. And I can't be with an organization where the fans fight harder than the team. Mm. Nathan, your thoughts? The team's fighting, Brian. I just spent like four hours watching the last game against the Chula Chargers, although Flores has got to pick it up. Not a good game for the old Flores out there. Could have played a lot better. He had a 61% return rate. That's pretty bad. Nathan, it just occurs to me. I just, I just put one and one together. When you say you were putting together analytics, you were mm-hmm. literally just tallying numbers on a spreadsheet, watching, watching highlight. Yes, I have a spreadsheet of different statistics, and so now I watch highlight and I tally things like attempts on Pelota, drops. Oh my god! Did they did they return it in bounds or was it out of bounds or a failed return? I tally things like serve. Was their serve in play? Was it out of play? Did they get a double fault? <clears throat> did they get an ace? I tally things like kill shot attempt. Was it a kill? Was that kill shot successful? And then kill shot rate which is out of how many attempts on the Pelota, right? You, you take your kill shot this. attempts divided by, well, I didn't miss work you miss, because of this. You I, well, risked I your did. employment for this. I stayed up until 2 a.m. last night, finishing because I was like, fine, I'm just going to finish the Chula Chargers and Sesta Cyclones and <clears throat> get all the data logged. I mean, Flores last night, almost a 9%. PBR. That's a strong beer. That's pad is bad rate. 8.8% of the time kid was throwing the ball into the pad. But 100% of the time they're losing. Who cares about what the things that you're saying is meaning? None of it matters. None of it matters. You know what matters? Five. Five. Fifth. Fifth. That's the place that they're in. Out of how many teams? Five. That's all that matters. All right. You're telling me about PBR, IPAs, CBR, PPR. I don't care about none of that. All I care about is winning. No, you no, know no. what they aren't doing? Winning. They are playing like trash. They lost to the Chula Char. They lost to the Hufflepuff. They lost to the team that we mocked going into the season. The team that you said, oh, they're just. <laughs> you did one of those. Chula Charger. <laughs> you said the, the the Devils, we don't really know what they're about yet because they knew. Cool. But you said the we Chula We're about Charter. to know what the <laughs> Devil's about, ladies and gentlemen, because I interviewed a Dehada Devil. Huh. Huh. What does it feel like talking to a winner? To a winner? Kid is a winner. CRB, even though he wasn't on the Sesta Cyclones draft board. But. You know, I guess this is an episode of God Bless Highlight here, everybody. So you're the one storming in here all hot and bothered, and I'm I'm not p- 
pleased either, but what are your solutions? How, how do we fix the SESTA cyclones? Hmm? How do we fix them? The obvious one is the thing that you won't sign on off, sign off on. What? And that's getting rid of management. Wow. I mean, I believe we've already done that. Mike Fuentes has tweeted hashtag Fuentes out. I believe that's his official resignation no. from the team as VP and um, head of him, scouting. I did reach mocking, out. I, mocking clone nation. That is him mocking clone nation, knowing that he's still getting that paycheck. Maybe I'll have to reach out to ownership again. Cause I did reach out to ownership. Uh, only Mike Ryan, who I super followed twice. And well, still three times actually, but that he's going to lose that third one coming March 17th. Hey, Ty. Um, Yo. What's the worst type of goat? The worst type of goat? Hmm. A scapegoat, Brian. Brian, Exactly. And that's exactly what you're trying to make Mike Fuentes. He (laughs) is sitting here trying to... Do what people do in situations what, like this. What and does Mike is, Fuentes know about Highlight? He knows nothing. They he brought knows in a rude. What does anyone it? who is in a position to make choices and decisions know? You could probably run that team better than them. Right. They're trotting out. I mean, honestly, at first I was like, boy, why aren't we running Flores a fourth time and throwing out El Barba out there? Um, but honestly, once I crunched the numbers, Flores was bad. He was bad against the chargers. Again, a 61% return rate. That's bad folks. That's bad. A 8.8% drop rate. He was dropping almost 9% of his attempts on Pelotas. And he was putting almost 9% of his attempts on Pelotas into the pad. That's bad. Listen, but you're still not offering any solutions except you want to get rid of management. I, I don't think so. I need to reach out to management. I am a little concerned that I haven't heard back. I Like I said, I asked Mike. He did not respond if that was Fuentes's official resignation. So I guess that is up in the air. Some rumors are swirling if this is actually a well-run organization or just a boys club. But Ty, how would you, how would you fix the Cesta Cyclones? So just, just to set the record straight, these are not rumors floating. That is exactly what this is at this point. The Sesta Cyclones are a hobby for these people. It's not a passion. They don't got love for the game. They've never crunched the numbers like you, Nathan. They don't so know you're the saying, analytics. You're saying Chris Cody does not love the game. He's not He's not uh, a fanatic about the fronton. I think Chris Cody loves the idea of the game. Talk that shit. Within the game. Yes. I think Mike Ryan loves the idea of the game more than the game. They don't What know idea shit. of the game do they love? What idea Owning of highlight do they love? Owning, Owning so the team. idea of being owners. Owning a team, being a part of something so quintessentially the power in Latin. They want to be deeply involved in that, be rooted in that culture and the fact of the matter is they're newbies to it. This is a hobby for them. They're not paying for the team. Meadowlark's paying for the team. This is all PR at this point for them. They don't have they don't have a stake in this. I can think listen, of better ways Meadowlark can spend their money. Listen, Chris Cody managed to inspire that team to Ted Lasso that team 
to a championship after acquiring I what not being there which maybe that's what the team needed you know listen a hands-off hands approach unconventional approach you, you can't you can't argue that it didn't work or was it was it mike ryan who came in well, listen, but anyway continue they, so they, how are you they, fixing this i still haven't they, heard any solutions ty how are you fixing it brian's giving, brian's out i'm giving context to what the solution is so you have chris cody coming he ted lassos he rah 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 everybody cyclones turn around make it to the championship he he eats himself onto a yacht. Mike Ryan steps in. They do their thing. Bing, bang, boom, championship. Year two, with Mike Ryan as a co-owner in the fold, things start going a little south. You know, they're still good. They make the finals, but they lose, right? So we're already a step down from the previous season. And then you have season three under ownership, where they are now bottom of the table. They're borderline not competitive in half of their matches. I think you can point directly to ownership and say, there's your problem. When it was just Chris Cody, rah, 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 they were doing all right. Mike Ryan comes in. He wants to be a part of something. He's got his ownership. Um, per, I, I, it, it, so how do you fix it? I keep hearing all this context and reasons. To, how do you fix you it? You have to slim down the organization. You've got so many people trying to get in on this because they wanted to be a part of a winning organization that they've come in and watered down what made the organization successful to begin with. You got Chris Cody standing on tables saying, fuck the wall warriors before the season even starts, then getting their asses handed by the wall warriors. Listen, you got Mike Fuentes in charge of scouting. We don't know what Mike Fuentes does. I'm, I'm native American. So I can say this. This is a direct. Okay. This is a direct. This is a direct way to start a. This is a This is a direct. This is a direct result of having too many chiefs and not enough Indians. All right, that's the problem here. All right, there's too many folks running around in the muck, but there ain't enough people out there wanting to get their hands dirty. It's cool to be all up in your videos and out here dancing around, doing all the fun stuff, but ain't no one out there getting it in the mud, all right? Chris Cody, a man who's had everything in his life handed to him, can't even adequately run something he can't even adequately run. He don't understand anything. Mike Ryan, so devoid of love in his life, that he needs to attach himself obsessively you to know, anything. I'm going to contact Chris Cody right now because I subscribe to him, you guys. Good. Contact so, him. Contact let's contact him. him. See, if, see if he's got a little something for the subscribers. Matter of fact, to his DMs, Nathan? matter of fact, you might be better off hitting up his father first to see if you're allowed to talk to him since, you know, that's how Nepo babies work. Listen, all I'm here to say is the solution is simple. Do what you haven't been doing. That's when, that's when, and that's when. And when you can't win, that's when the next start to begin to come off. All right? And we got to guillotine this whole shit. All right? 1979 to 1797 French Revolution, this whole thing. Bring the guillotine out. We're done with this. I'm, I'm, I'm put. Listen, dubs up, baby. Wall Listen, Warriors for life. You know what's going to help this thing out? 
a little bit of public pressure. They need to feel the heat management does. So Chris Cody, I'm going to look straight into the camera. And I'm going to say this. You made the mistake, my friend, of giving out your digits. Mm-hmm. I got those digits. Mm-hmm. And guess what? For every match. That oh, you're going to reveal a digit? Season, we are going to reveal no, your no, cell no. phone number Don't on Twitter. And you better hope the boys start Don't playing a little it. better because, buddy, you only got 10 losses before you're receiving texts and calls from everybody or you got to go to Verizon and say, I'm going to need, I don't like where this is going. (laughs) That's what, that's what the whole point is. They got to feel the heat. They have to feel the pressure. They have to know that we demand better. And let's see, let's see if you, to the Cesta Cyclones, if you care about Chris Cody, if you care about his well-being. You don't want this number released. So let's play a little better for the Chief. How about that? Nathan, your thoughts? You guys are all wrong. All right. They're locked in. If you're listening to the show, what did Chris Cody say? Catch the pelota. And the analytics. High lie analytics. Lie. Analytics. analytics yeah the analytics bear that data out guys they're dropping balls like i said bradley eight percent drop rate flores eight percent drop rate i bradley haven't been ter- able has been terrible by the way what a i haven't been able to pick i haven't been able to i've only i've only ground tape and gathered analytics from their tool at their most recent game that's it i'm gonna go back their most recent loss say it <clears throat> their most recent loss yes which was a heartbreaking one, which, by the way, the analytics do show Manny and Manu. Guys were great. Um, last game day. Manu, we're talking 91% return rate, a very low 2% drop rate. Manny, 88% return rate with a low 4.5 drop rate. And Manu, we're talking an 11% kill rate. 11% of the time he's trying to huck a kill shot. So he was, he was out there fired up because he saw on Friday when we posted fire Fuentes, he actually got up in my DMS and was like, no, it's on us, the players. So Fuentes does have the backing of the players, but he's out with the fans. And here's, here's how we fix it, fellas. We need a, we need a reboot. We need a refresh. We need to rebrand the Sesta Cyclones as the Fronton Frogs. And what are they known for? Playing fast. We got to play fast. All right. You get the pelota. I'm talking, we need, we need service within five seconds of when that's over. And we play fast because you look at these highlight players, some of them, they're not in the best of shape. All right. We rebrand as the Fronton Frogs and we play the game fast fast and exciting that's that's how we fix it that's my opinion Nathan, i just want to say i just want to say that i am so impressed with your ability to articulate your thoughts with chris cody's boot so far down your <laughs> mouth licking the boot of management you swine i think that's what's happening here you are so so Whoa, tightly harsh. wound up with management that you are unwilling to say what needs to be said. And you know what, Nathan? 
I'm starting to think maybe those six losses on the season so far, they should count towards that public pressure. So Chris Cody, no, no, Chris no, Cody, no, 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 no. Before, before you go there, uh, before you go there, you know what else frogs are known for? Being invasive species. That's right. And that's exactly what Chris Cody and Mike Ryan have been when it came to running this franchise. Invasive. We had a good thing going here. You can argue, well, they didn't start when stop. We had a was, good thing going we, here. Brian. You're a wall we, warrior now. We had a, yeah. It was we. <laughs> well, you know, listen, I don't gotta drop my bona fides. All right. Bona fides. I don't got to. I'm listen, I'm I'm 10 minutes from. I'm 10 minutes from the most lucrative, lucrative, highlight generating source, spot, place of location in America. All right. I don't got to drop my bona fides. I'm, I've been closer to highlight my whole life than any of these dudes in the field, any of these dudes in the front time, oh, any okay. of these dudes uh... who claim that they're ownership. I, right? yeah, they didn't grow up spending every day driving by East Hartford High Lie, knowing what it was, hearing that on, 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 the, on the wall. They ain't hear that. They ain't hear that. So when I say what I say, I say what I say from a place of love, a place of judgment, a place from OG uh-huh. status. Listen, all I'm saying is, like frogs do, they need to get the leaping, all right? We need them gone. It's unacceptable. But I don't care because I'm on my perch chilling. Dubs up, baby. You know what it is. Dubs In up, baby. Place. Hey, third looks a lot better than fifth. Nine. Don't, hey, no, no, no. <laughs> it starts, no. I'm shutting it down. You've made me the new host as host, shutting it down. Ending it. Hey, Brian. You you recently said that you know all about those Hartford Highlight players. You want to name one one of your favorite ones? Yeah, Manuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. Manuel, Manuel Highlight, baby. Hartford mm. Highlight. Real, everyone, gonna... what? I'm a what? I'm, I'm flipping through my complete set here of Hartford Highlight. You don't players. have them all though. You don't have them all. It's a complete set, Brian. But it's not a complete set. It's a complete set from what year? No, from all years nah, they played. Nah, there's, there's no, no there's no there's way. no man. You nah, just made there that is a man. Up. Come on, hundreds of cards. Tell me about them. Describe hundreds them. of cards. Let's Google it. Let's Google First of all, it. Five, five eight out of Ecuador. All right. He definitely has the profile up right now on his computer. No, I don't. I can see it. In, I can. I'm doing the CSI enhance Wait, on your on. eyes right to... now. I can see it out of the reflection of your. One. Hold they on. don't even hold play. On. Do they even play high lie in Ecuador? What does that mean? What was it? What, do they play high lie in California? Look at that. Hold on. How do I do this? I type in Manuel. What's you know his full name, you know what's Brian? Up. I type you know in Manuel up. Hartford Highlight. I got nothing. The fle- the fleb chat. Listen, this ain't this ain't my. I, I'm not on the. I'm not the one making decisions here. You got nothing. I, guess what? And I still got more wins than the motherfucking Cesta Cyclones. Having this nothing. Lies. Having nothing is still having more than having. <laughs> Six with seven losses now. Four, six, <laughs> six, six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. Last time I checked, going over, over six is not better than not getting to play at all. Respect. Should we remember some of the Hartford greats? 
I think it's rude to bring up the Hartford greats while being in a situation yeah. of talking about this travesty of cyclones. Mm-hmm. Really? Because, ladies and gentlemen, Ispa. this year's... Yeah, Ispa, right? 5'11", nationality Basque. Hmm. I haven't come across a Ecuadorian nationality. That guy looks like Thai. Know. Let you know when we do, yeah, little, right? Yeah, it looks like Thai. Kind of like Known a... for his defensive ability. Mm-hmm. Mike Savali no test his opponent's fielding skills. That's what the uh, word on the street is about the Cesta Cyclones, you guys. Test their fielding ability because we can't catch that pelota. Basics. Right here. Look at look at that stash. Uh, Landa. Landa. Uh, it's Landa. We call Landa. 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 Baby, baby Landa. Wow, 5'11", 165 here. Oh, what do you know? Nationality, Brian. You want to take a guess what his nationality is? I want to say he look. He, he looks a little from like he's like Starts he's from a B. Basque. Yeah, you got it. Good job. A yeah. consistent fielder exhibits a smooth, graceful style of play. He posted a fine .405 payoff percentage. Hey, that's pretty good, you guys. Good athlete. He can climb the wall and make some spectacular saves, has surprising power and a solid reverse. Already a standout for his offensive skills. God bless Hyla. 1980. Did we resolve anything? Did we did we come up with the solution here? Zabala. Zabala. <laughs> hey, hey, look at Brian. Hold huh? on now here. Five huh? eleven. What's this nationality? Zabala? He's from yeah, Portugal. Portugal. It. Mm, sorry, he's Chilean. Oh, well, close. Look at the ads on the back of these. Full... That's Brian right there, you guys. Full of baloney. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> weird how weird, weird how a fan, oh, wow. a hey, diehard. Hey. How is a diehard getting more pressure from someone who's in the weeds with manage, management? Hey, than, than... Name all name all Cesta Cyclones right now. Name them all. Tuh. PBR, IPA, CPV, PVP. PVE and Manuel. <laughs> God bless Isla. God bless Isla. <laughs> the lone Chilean in professional highlight in the United States. The only one hooping it up. The lone Chilean. That, that was the time to end it. And of course, no, no, no. This is, and of course, can't forget Danny. Danny. Yep, five five. Mighty Mouse. Y'all are wrong about your offerings on the Cesta Cyclones. Can't believe going down this path. Not yet. I still believe in ownership. I still believe in the players. It's a long season, long season. I'd rather die and a wolf than live my life as a sheep. Hmm. You know, someone who's stepped out of the crowd this season on Battle Court, CRB. And I had the pleasure of sitting down and interviewing the Dejada Devil himself. Shall we hear what he has to say? No. I would love to hear what a winner sounds like. Yeah. And find out, does CRB have an axe to grind about the show not having him on their draft board? Mike Ryan said he had him on their do not draft. I asked him Ooh. if he had an axe to grind over it. You got kids, Nathan. If your son missed the toilet four 
out of six times, but the two times he Let's hit it, he did really folks. Hello and welcome, you Highlight fanatics. Nathan here on another episode of God Bless Highlight. And if I look a little disheveled or out of sorts, it's because I came to work over an hour late today because I slept through my alarm because I was up late creating advanced analytics. And no, I didn't mispronounce that. That is advanced highlight analytics, which I call analytics, spelled like highlight. And we have a guest with us here today. We have the one and only Chad Barnes, AKA CRB. Thank you for joining us, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Glad to have you. Um, so we always like to start uh, with players by just finding out how did you get involved in the sport of highlight? So interesting story. Um, I played football over at University of Miami back in uh, mm -hmm. 2011. And I got an email uh, back in 2018 about uh, this highlight opportunity. thought it was crazy too because I was like, man, highlight. I, have, I haven't heard about highlight <laughs> since I was really young because I used to go to some sports camps back in the day. And there was uh, uh, we used to go to Daniel Highlight to watch. Uh -huh. and that was the last time I ever seen highlight. So I was like, man, that seems interesting and I can get paid for it. Psh, let me go and check this out. Let me see what I can do. So uh, that they had a tryout. Um, I was actually in Virginia at the point. So I actually couldn't go uh, the time that they had the tryouts originally. So I actually had to go the following year to the tryouts. Mm -hmm. I tried to join the team midway through the season. Um, or right before the season, and they were like, nah, because you've never played the sport before. You know, all our guys have been practicing for about two months. So um, I, try to come next year, right? And so I stayed in shape, you know, looked in, looked forward to go, coming into it. And then I got into into the highlight uh, over at Magic City in 2019. And that's all where I right. Um, what do you think takes more skill or requires more of like a precise skill football or highlight highlight highlight, highlight. highlight. yeah 100% I, I'm gonna put it this way uh, I've played 11 different sports growing up but okay I played I was been an athlete since I was uh four years old playing growing up playing soccer I look at soccer as one of the most skilled sports for sure but when I look at highlight I mean the thing is is hand-eye coordination is just one aspect of it catching that ball with a hard basket is a whole nother thing. Like mm -hmm. I've never played anything like it where it's just so, uh, what, what's the word that I'll use? Uh, it's just so unorthodox. It really mm -hmm. is. It's the most unorthodox sport I've ever played. Uh, you have to throw with a straight arm. No other sport throws with a straight arm like that. Um, and then also you have to catch and throw with the same arm and you have to be in a constant motion. There's, it, you, it's almost like you got to be perfect just to play the sport because you can't juggle, you juggle, you mess up. That's it. You know, mm -hmm. football, you know, I can juggle a catch and catch it and still make a catch, you know? So it's totally different, different skills. And I, I look at highlight as one of the hardest sports for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. And don't sell yourself short. You look like you were an athlete from birth, not four years old. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so if me and you lace up a Sesta and we hit the fronton, how many points am I scoring against you? 
uh, it's it's more like can you even score points for yourself <laughs> uh, because making the mistakes is just so common it's so easy um, when you're catching that ball uh, just catching the ball is one aspect of it and then throwing it to the front wall I mean I've seen guys like Frank Gore um, he mm-hmm. was out there uh, he came out there it was funny seeing him again and he just went out there just to try to throw the ball to hit the wall and he standed at I think the five line and he couldn't hit the wall mm-hmm. and I think he had like about I, don't, I think it was out there for at least 20 to 30 minutes trying to hit the front wall and it took wow. him from the five line from the five line and then by the end he finally kind of got it um and i mean it's just it's really different i mean there's no other sport where you're completely turned around looking the other way to throw the other way like it's a complete 180 throw so mm-hmm. definitely tough definitely tough so i i have to say i mean if you can hit the front wall that you're going <laughs> the right direction if we played against each other so maybe not even the question is am i going to score any points crazy am i even going to get to the glass of the of the front right. of the fronton there right um so i think yeah you unorthodox i think is a great way uh to describe the sport um very fast paced um I've become a fan over it over the last year of year or so. Um, and you find yourself on the newest team to battle court, the Dejada Devils. So I'm wondering if you had to say, convince someone, maybe a fan like, I don't know, Ray Lewis or something. If you had to speak to Ray Lewis and tell him why he should be a Dejada Devil fan, what are you saying? Oof. Well, first off, I think we have the coolest colors. <laughs> We definitely have the coolest colors. I love our jerseys. Um, that the emblem is pretty cool too, as well. But I, I think right from the back, uh, the players. Um, I mean, are, we have great guys on our team. You got Hiro, who's been in the uh, been in the sport probably what is this now? His nineteenth season. Mm. Uh, very great captain. You know, he's very sharp. Uh, he understands how to go into each game. You know, uh, you got people like Douglas, who's just. Uh, an athletic uh, freak on the right uh, on the right side and left side. Um, you also, you know, you got you got me. You got CRB too. So <laughs> everyone's a fan of CRB. Everyone wants uh, CRB stickers. You know, I'm I'm, I'm an upcoming player too. So I just from that, and I'm a UM player. And you got two UM players on our team, two top guys. So I mean, you got me and Tenard. So just off that alone, you know, he's a UM guy. He would love yep. to be a part of Former. it. So. Former, former yeah. Cyclone. Yeah, former Cyclone, too. Yeah. Tough tough not having him on the team this season. <laughs> yeah, Friend I of the mean, pod, too. Yeah, I mean, he it, he did get hurt in the beginning of the season, so he actually hasn't been yeah. able to do it. So I actually had to step up and take his spot uh, at the five position. So I've been doing that for uh, helping carrying the team, too. So, so I'm going to play a sound for you here. Uh, from the Dan Levitard show, and it's the owners, Mike Ryan and Chris Cody, talking about their drafting strategy for this past season. I'm going to play this sound, and then I have a question for you. Go so for here's it. the sound. This is uh, Chris Cody and Mike Ryan talking about their drafting strategy for season three of Battle Court. 
thing here's the little secret is we we were never more informed than this draft so if there's ever a time to blame us like the first couple seasons it was kind of just like no i don't know anything you guys pick it yeah. and this this year we got opinionated well, dude, hold, hold on, on a second wait a second yeah. no one saw crb becoming a backcourt player that's true I, he was on my do not draft list and bradley's wrist been hurting him so we, we think he's gonna come around his game is all power and obviously the power's not been there just yet we're gonna shake it off and we need you we need your overwhelming support from a distance our team can feel that especially on days when the front on is totally empty like today and you know what we have to do this is me talking to the team right now you need to win catch the bleeping pelota so last friday you guys played the cesta cyclones and i want to know did you know that they had you on their do not draft did you have an axe to grind against the cesta cyclones this last friday that's so funny i had no idea i had no idea but i'll tell you this i'll tell you this much um I'm, I'm I'm a I I believe I'm a five five player for sure. Um, you know mm -hmm. I got I got uh pushed down to a six. I was a five in the in the first season, um, because I have the potential to be up there. Um, but I don't think a lot of people understand that like I'm the one who has the least amount of experience on the entire roster. Um, I everybody has been there for at least five plus years. I've only been there for four years. Um, and I actually mm -hmm. if if we go back to 2021, I, uh, I actually came in second in out of the, the whole team uh, from the singles, from singles. And, I, and that was just me really trying to uh, show that, like, I belong and I should be moving up to play with the uh, top, uh, top players and stuff. And mm -hmm. this year it was interesting because I practiced a little bit backcourt before the season, uh, before going into the draft. And I was like, you know, I, I think I could play some backcourt. I'm, I, I'm actually a natural lefty and I have a very strong, uh, back, um, uh, left side. And that's really about the backcourt. It's all about passing and being able to do that on both sides. And I'm able to do that on both sides and reading the game from the back is just totally different. It's actually mm -hmm. increased my gameplay all around. So it's funny. Nobody knew that I could play backcourt. Not even my own team. To so actually tell you something <laughs> interesting, when I got drafted by the Devils, I was happy enough that I was going to be playing with some guys that I played with before. Playing with Douglas, playing with Hyro. Mm -hmm. Again, I originally played with them in uh, over at the over at the Chargers my very first year. And I remember I told them I was like, "Listen, like you guys should put me at the backcourt. Just put me at the backcourt. Hyro, play frontcourt." And Hyro was down for that. Everybody else on the team was like, no, 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 no. I don't know. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And then I'm like, well, let's give it some time. Let's just let it be. And then if we have to change it, we'll change it. But let's at least practice since we all are scheduled to practice together. Once we were practicing together and I was playing in the backcourt, everyone was like, wow, like you're a backcourt. And everybody that came to watch us practice, they were like, oh, my God. Chad, Chad's really a backcourt. That's what CRB stands for. He's Chad, Chad's really backcourt. So um, after that, I, I really just got comfortable being back there. Um, and when I had my chance to uh, play backcourt again with Douglas since Jetting got hurt, you know, I, I was just really comfortable. And playing against top players like Zuleika and being able to catch his ball and, and play against top guys like that, it was, it was incredible just to really help me with my confidence. And, you know, a lot of people didn't really expect that at me. So I think this year 
is my come out year. I think this year is going to be my, my coming out party. People are going to start realizing that I can play both <laughs> sides. And and I've been working a lot on my Costado game too So uh, since I'm a lefty. And that's another thing that's uh, getting better at my game. So, yeah. <laughs> Listen, CRB, no one grinds more highlight game tape than me. All right. <laughs> and if I had a vote, you would be my vote for most improved player for battle court this season. Definitely one of the reasons why the Dejada Devils have come into the league with such great success. You guys find you're in second place right now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if tied, the playoffs were to start tied for second, I think you're a little bit ahead of the wall warriors from some head to heads there. Mm -hmm. So you guys are off to a great start. Sadly, the Sesta Cyclones, my, my team find, we haven't been able to get off the get off the snide 0 and 6 at the bottom. Still, it's a long season, in the words yeah. of Chris Cody. Long season, long season. Oh, yeah. um, what's the scuttlebutt around the league of the Sesta Cyclones? Have teams figured them out? You know what? I think I think when putting those teams together, uh, Sesta Cyclones, uh, it's tough. I mean, it, 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 once you guys had that draft, you know, picking up Bradley. Uh, you have got you have a lot of guys that are seen. I, I would look at as like injury prone in a sense. You know, Bradley hasn't played a, a full season. Yeah, Carbio's been hurt constantly, and and then on top of it, like even Correa, like Anderson, he was on my team uh, on the Robote Renegades, and he was still dealing with an injury, and he was fighting through it just to make it through because he knew we had a chance. But even mm -hmm. that, like, I mean, those three players alone just. You know, they, they're constantly dealing with injury. And when you're dealing with injury, you can't practice nearly as much. And practice is a big part of the game, especially for people that it's new to. Carbio, it's still new to. You know, Bradley's still new to. Um, Anderson is still new to. Those are still like, those are the new guys. But then you got people like Manny or uh, and Manu. Uh, and mm -hmm. those two guys, the reason why you guys had so much success is those two guys, if they're on the court with anybody on your team, you guys are ha you guys are in good hands. I mean, there's very smart players. They know how to kill the point, and they know how to save the point and keep it going. And I think that's really what it comes down to. Is I mean, I watched you guys play just this past uh, was it, I think it was Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. You guys Tuesday, played, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Against um, the Truly Chargers, Heart heartbreaking yeah. loss there. I man, but, I, I mean, I really thought you guys were going to pull it out. It it, they they, ra they rallied, and you know, you're speaking a lot. Manu and Manny, they were both they're Incredible. in their bag. Manny had a lot of, uh, or Manu had a lot of kill shots um, oh. that he was taking, and you know, it yeah. just it didn't. We had again, and like you said, injuries. We were playing. We were without Carbio, without Correa, yeah. El Barba, and Bradley fought hard they came nice. out of the gates store i mean el barba with his serve yeah there, had like three aces yeah. you know so yeah. you can tell i grind the tape i got i'm, I'm looking at oh, all yeah. the analytics right here <laughs> oh, yeah. that i've created yeah so we maybe they can put it together and make a run we'll see yeah yeah never count um out. so we also like to spend some time getting to know um players as well so we have a little get to know you game so i just have some questions here and you go by crb on the court so we usually have the answers around the player's name so i'm going to give you three options here a question with three answers cra crb and crc <laughs> pineapple so the 
do you, you any questions yeah i was uh well uh, you know like it, it's funny i look at it and you know i have friends that even say uh crv like the car <laughs> the car yeah <laughs> and it's too mm -hmm. funny uh I, I i you know i love the crb uh it, it, actually the funny story behind crb there's a reason why i pick crb okay. it's not just because it's my company's name because i'm actually mm -hmm. um uh it's uh personal trainer, movement specialist. Mm -hmm. um, I take pride in my training and, and for my guys. And biggest mm -hmm. thing is I just want people to stay healthy and, and move pain-free. Um, but the reason why I actually thought of CRB in the first place is I'm a gamer. I don't know if you noticed the razors I'm wearing. I'm a I gamer. And, and back when I was younger, I used to go to the arcade. And you know how every time you break a record, you have to put in your initials? That's where I got it from. <laughs> so I originally, I was like, hey, I'm here breaking records. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to break records for my guys. I'm trying to break records for my team. And I'm trying to break records for me. So that's where I originally got it from. If people wanted to uh, find you on social media and check out some of the things you're doing with Highlight and with your uh, company, where would they find you at? Uh, so my Highlight one would be CRB Strength and Speed. Um, that's also my company's name, but so I created another account that it's CRB training since my website is CRB dash training. So wanted to keep it easy, keep it simple, make it uh, easy enough for people to figure out who I am and, and how I brand myself. All right. So let's get to know you a little bit more. Pineapple on pizza, CRA always. CRB never, CRC sometimes. Uh, CRC sometimes. You know, I, I'm not a I'm not a big sweet guy and salty, but I'm not gonna lie, it's refreshing. If I'm outside and it's hot, and there is someone tends to you know buy a a pineapple on a pizza, shit, I'm hungry. It sounds good. It sounds good. It sounds refreshing. I'll try it out. Let's do it. You know. So I'll say sometimes. But it's not something I'm going to go out of my way to grab. I'll put it put it that way. <laughs> I'm a CRA always. I love pineapple on pizza. It's one of my favorite toppings. Yeah, sweet and salty. Can get Number two, playing with another man's cesta. C-R-A, sure, why not? C-R-B, no, never. C-R-C, if I have to. You know what? C-R-C. Seriously, if I have to, I, I recently had to do that. Actually, <laughs> uh, actually had to do that in uh, the game against Bradley. Actually, my sister. Oh broke. wow! Yeah, my sister broke, and when my sister broke, it happened literally in the last game that I overserved twice in in that game. And when mm -hmm. I overserved twice, I was like, "What is wrong with my basket? There's no way I just overserved twice." And I didn't realize, but I actually cracked the frame. And it and, and when the fairing cracks, it actually flexes more, so the ball tends to escape. And when I went to throw my first ball, the whole thing snapped in practice right before playing Bradley. And I was like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. Because once that Cessna breaks on the frame, there is no repairing it. <laughs> you, mm -hmm. you literally mm -hmm. have to get a brand new Cessna, use someone else's Cessna. And, you know, I right away I was like, man, I, I looked at Douglas. I was like, I know you got a backup tested. Let me get one because I actually <laughs> don't have mine. Mine, mine, are all, mine are all old and broken anyway. So I um, actually had to play with a backup basket that used to be Carbios and Juices, 
Uh, so I was like, man, like I gotta like deal with uh, a brand new basket in this game. Um, and you know, it was somewhat similar to my basket in a, in some ways, but the craziest thing is every basket's different. So I was just happy enough to get the win on that game because I'm not going to lie. I had no idea what to expect in that game. I was mm -hmm. just uh, really happy that I pulled off the win in that. Wow. Lucky for us, I guess, because uh, we got one and a half points on that tightly contested. That was a three matches. That one, that one went uh, oh, yeah. the distance, right? That final one was six, four. So barely yeah. squeaking it out there. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, uh, you didn't know your cesta was cracked until after. <laughs> right. <that> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Our next question, peeing in the shower. CRA, of course. CRB. No, man, that's gross. CRC, if it's an emergency. CRA, of course. <laughs> Why not? Course. It's right there. <laughs> it, it all goes to the same place. Right, exactly. It's like, do I really want to get out of the shower just to go to the bathroom? Everything is going to get wet. Forget that. <laughs> the Dejada Devils will make the championship game. CRA, it's too early to tell. CRB, of course. CRC, I'm not giving anybody bulletin board material. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with CRA. Um, and I'm going to say that because it is too early. You know, just like you were saying, we're, we're halfway through the season. Like, and this is a long season. This is, I think this is actually our longest season. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, hopefully everyone stays healthy. Uh, anything can happen. I think it's still too tight. Uh, to tell, but um, you know, so I think as long as we make playoffs and give us a chance, why not? You know, can't count us out. Farting under the sheets, CRA. No, I'm a gentleman. CRB, let it rip. CRC, only if I've had Taco Bell. <laughs> you know what? Uh, it is CR CRC. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. There's times where it just squeaks out, and I'm like. I didn't even expect it coming out. It just kind of just popped mm -hmm. out. And, and it's funny, like, you know, I sleep with my wife and my wife was just is like, are you serious? I'm like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know. It just popped out. <laughs> Taco Bell will do that to you. It's a dangerous game. What's your go-to Taco Bell order? Oof. It used to be the Crunchwrap Supreme, you know? I, I would say the Crunchwrap Supreme and low-key those steak tacos back when they were oh, $2. Man. Was, I know exactly what you're talking about. When the steak tacos first came out, I was like, give me like three or four of those. All, all, all day, all day long. And, and actually, another, another hidden one is the Cine Delights. Those little Cine Delights, mm -hmm. yep. and they're like the little donuts. I remember the first time they came out, I was like, no way. What is this? This is not bad. So, mm -hmm. but now nah, I, I don't even call it Taco Bell Taco Bell anymore. I call it Taco Hell because that does not come <laughs> out right. <laughs> mm hmm. Last uh, question here. Ketchup on hot dogs. CRA, yes. CRB, no, get that out of here. CRC, well, it depends what I'm feeling like. CRA, I, I think I always do that. I mean, I have to mix it sometimes. You know, I, got, I, I need my mustard and ketchup. Mm -hmm. so. I'm a big, just give me mustard, relish, Oof. maybe some onions. Oh, I yeah. like... I like the acidic taste with my hot dog. I don't, the ketchup's oh, yeah. too too sweet for me. I like to get my sweet from the relish, but with the 
the hit of the acid that comes with it. I That, agree. That's me. I agree. It's, it, it, you know, I look at it and I'm like, the ketchup's just, it, it's good, but I, I have to have my mustard with it. It's, I, if it's just ketchup, I'm kind of annoyed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. In your professional opinion, if I eat a Costco hot dog for $1.50, how much training do I need to do with CRB training to make up for that? Oh, we're, we're, we're doing a whole session. A whole <laughs> session. Oh, yeah, we're doing a whole session. <laughs> you, you ain't doing one workout. You're doing a whole session. We're going to get you in a circuit mm. with eight, eight workouts, and we're going nonstop for 45 minutes. And at the end, maybe we'd just do a light jog just to cool down. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, it was a pleasure to get to know you. Best of luck on the court, of course, except when you face the Sesta Cyclones. Um, but your next game's coming up March 17th. It's a Friday game. So everybody head out to Magic City, to the Fronton. You got to go. Even though I'm out here in California, folks, I've actually still been to a Magic City Fronton on a Friday. It's a must go. So, and they've been adding oh, a lot yeah. there. So, good luck. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for Thanks for joining us. Yep.